1: How long will you torment me and crush me with words? You have humiliated me ten times now, and you mistreat me without shame. Even if it is true that I have sinned, my mistake concerns only me. If you really want to appear superior to me and would use my disgrace as evidence against me, then understand that it is God who has wronged me and caught me in his net. I cry out violence, but get no response. I call for help but there is no justice. He has blocked my way so that I cannot pass through. He has veiled my paths with darkness. He has stripped me of my honor and removed the crown from my head. He tears me down and on every side so that I am ruined. He uproots my hope like a tree. His anger burns against me, and he regards me as one of his enemies. His troops advance together. They construct a ramp against me and camp around my tent. He has removed my brothers from me. My acquaintances have abandoned me. My relatives stopped coming by, and my close friends have forgotten me. My house guests and female servants regard me as a stranger. I am a foreigner in their sight. I call for my servant, but he does not answer, even if I beg him with my own mouth. My breath is offensive to my wife, and my own family finds me repulsive. Even young boys scorn me. When I stand up, they mock me. All of my best friends despise me and those I love have turned against me. My skin and my flesh cling to my bones. I have escaped with only the skin of my teeth. Have mercy on me, my friends, have mercy, for God's hand has struck me. Why do you persecute me as God does? Will you never get enough of my flesh? I wish that my words were written down, that they were recorded on a scroll or were inscribed in stone forever by an iron stylus and lead. But I know that my Redeemer lives, and at the end, He will stand on the dust. Even after my skin has been destroyed, yet I will see God in my flesh. I will see Him myself. My eyes will look at Him, and not as a stranger. My heart longs within me. If you say, how will we pursue Him, since the root of the problem lies with Him? Then be afraid of the sword, because wrath brings punishment by the sword, so that you may know there is a judgment." Job chapter 20 Then Zophar, the Namthite, replied, This is why my unsettling thoughts compel me to answer, because I am upset. I have heard a rebuke that insults me, and my understanding makes me reply. Don't you know that ever since antiquity, from the time a human was placed on earth, the joy of the wicked has been brief, and the happiness of the godless has lasted only a moment? Though his arrogance reaches heaven and his head touches the clouds, he will vanish forever like his own dung. Those who know him will ask, where is he? He will fly away like a dream and never be found. He will be chased away like a vision in the night. The eye that saw him will see him no more and his household will no longer see him. His children will beg from the poor for his own hands must give back his wealth. His frame may be full of youthful vigor but it will lie down with him in the dust. Though evil tastes sweet in his mouth and he conceals it under his tongue, though he cherishes it and will not let it go, but keeps it in his mouth, yet the food in his stomach turns into cobra's venom inside him. He swallows wealth, but must vomit it up. God will force it from his stomach. He will suck the poison of the cobras. A viper's fangs will kill him. He will not enjoy the streams, the rivers flowing with honey and curds. He must return the fruit of his labor without consuming it. He doesn't enjoy the profits from his trading, for he oppressed and abandoned the poor. He seized the house he did not build. Because his appetite is never satisfied, he does not let anything he desires escape. Nothing is left for him to consume, therefore his prosperity will not last. At the height of his success, distress will come to him, The full weight of misery will crush him. When he fills his stomach, God will send his burning anger against him, raining it down on him while he is eating. If he flees from an iron weapon, an arrow from a bronze bow will pierce him. He pulls it out of his back, the flashing tip out of his liver. Terrors come over him. Total darkness is reserved for his treasures. A fire unfanned by human hands will consume him. It will feed on what is left in his tent. The heavens will expose his iniquity, and the earth will rise up against him. The possessions in his house will be removed, flowing away on the day of God's anger. This is the wicked person's lot from God, the inheritance God ordained
2: for him. Luke chapter 23, verses 39 through 56. Then one of the criminals hanging there began to yell insults at him, Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other answered, rebuking him, Don't you even fear God since you are undergoing the same punishment? We are punished justly because we are getting back what we deserve for the things we did, but this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And he said to him, Truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. It was now about noon, and darkness came over the whole land until three, because the sun's light failed. The curtain of the sanctuary was split down the middle, and Jesus called out with a loud voice, Father, into your hands I entrust my spirit. Saying this, he breathed his last. When the centurion saw what had happened, he began to glorify God, saying, This man really was righteous. And all the crowds that had gathered for the spectacle, when they saw what had taken place, went home, striking their chests. But all who knew him, including the women who had followed him from Galilee, stood at a distance, watching these things. There was a good and righteous man named Joseph, a member of the Sanhedrin, who had not agreed with their plan and action. He was from Arimathea, a Judean town, and was looking forward to the kingdom of God. He approached Pilate and asked for Jesus' body. Taking it down, he wrapped it in fine linen and placed it in a tomb cut into the rock, where no one had ever been placed. It was the preparation day, and the Sabbath was about to begin. The women who had come with him from Galilee followed along and observed the tomb and how his body was placed. Then they returned and prepared spices and perfumes and they rested on the Sabbath according to the commandment.
0: This has been the Bible 365 Podcast, a production of Holy Trinity Lutheran Church and School in Edmond, Oklahoma, in collaboration with Cinematic Waves, TV and film post-production studios. The Christian Standard Bible is copyright 2017 by Holman Bible Publishers, used by permission. Having heard the word for today, may the same Holy Spirit who inspired Scripture now inspire faith in you to live each day as a disciple of Jesus Christ. Love God, love one another, and love your neighbor.